Hello and welcome to the second episode of Puck Perspective Podcast with your hosts, myself, Dylan Robertson, and my co-host, Alex Kack. And uh, tonight, or today I guess, we are going to be doing a slightly delayed season preview. We've uh, been apart in separate cities the last couple weeks, so it's uh, we've had to wait until, unfortunately... About, what is it, three, four games into the season for most teams now? Yeah, about a week into the season. Um, but yeah, we're going to do our season preview, standings predictions, some awards predictions, and sort of talk about how this beginning of the season has gone for both the Sens and the Leafs. Um, so without further ado, why don't we just get right into it? We're going to start with the Atlantic Division, which we did in our last episode, but we're going to sort of revisit it couple of games into the seasons with slightly altered standings, potentially. Well, one of us has slightly altered standings. The The other one of us decided to keep the exact same one from the last puck perspective. So if you want to go back and check to see who is the one who changed, that's obviously, right, uh, right. <laughs> it's obviously something you can do. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, I, I think I'll start off. So we'll, we'll each go through the order that we believe uh, each division will come in, and then just after we've done that, we'll explain why. So I went with Tampa Bay at number one, Toronto at number two, Boston at number three, Ottawa at number four, Buffalo at number five, Montreal at number six, Florida at number seven, and Detroit at number eight. How about you, Dill? Um, well, I started off with Toronto at first and Tampa Bay at second. Now... That is flip-flopped from my original predictions, but after the Leafs' first three games now, I just I don't see them coming anywhere other than first place in the division. They just look so good offensively. Dill, are you turning into a Leafs fan? No, definitely not. No. <laughs> not going to lie, though. They are fun to watch. They're a great cannot, team to watch. Cannot deny that. But yeah, that, I don't know. T- Tampa's look good as well, but I just think that the Leafs... It's going to be hard for other teams to score as many goals as they do. Yeah. I think uh, in the case of Tampa versus Toronto, Tampa Bay's got an offense that I think may not be as potent as Toronto, but is close enough to being as good as mm-hmm. Toronto's. Definitely. And they definitely have a better defensive core. But I think the real question mark for that team would be uh, in net with Vasilevsky. He's never played yeah, more he's than... He's sort of a question mark for sure. Yeah. Also, yeah, I think Tampa has the better... Top end defenseman, they got Hedman, who's really good. Strawman's really good, and they got some younger guys who have shown some potential, like Jake Dotchin and um, Sergachev. Sergachev definitely, even a guy like Slater Cook, who could could be something, but who knows? But Best the day. thing is that they might be putting a guy like Dan Girardi on with playing with yeah. Hedman all season on the first pairing, and I I think that could go really badly. Like that's a terrible signing for Girardi. Dan Girardi was a. Yeah. Uh, it was great when he signed with Tampa Bay. It gave me hope for the future that we'd be able to skate around him. Yeah, oh, yeah, honestly. Playoffs, here we come. But that's going to be a great battle for those two teams for the top spot. I think it's got to be one of them that takes it, for right. sure. So uh, give me your next one. Next team, I uh, bumped my own team up from where I had them last time. I think Ottawa's going to finish third now. Okay. Just because they've been able to stay afloat in their, their first three games without Carlson. And when he's in there, they're even they're such a better team. So that gives me hope. As well as some of the teams who I thought they were going to be battling with have looked kind of mediocre so far this mm-hmm. season. So 
I felt like it was fair to move them up there into that third spot. Okay, and then I had Boston sitting yeah. there, so I think Boston has a, a good team under Bruce Cassidy. They play with a lot more spunk than they did with Claude Julien, and I think the only thing holding them back right now from winning more games is, uh, well, they've only played a few, but uh, they need Patrice Bergeron back in yeah. that lineup, yeah, and sure. I think they're just a way better team when he's there. Of course. And I think Pasternak's going to, I think he'll have relatively the same season as last year, mm-hmm. but he killed it. No, so. they're, they're a team I could see their season going really well or really poorly. It's, yeah. it's, it's hard to pick because I think they have some depth issues on forward and on defense, yeah. but their top end players are really good. So it, it, it'll be interesting to see how they do. This well, season. they're putting a lot of stock into rookies like McAvoy, yeah. Petrano. Like it's, I think they're good, though. I mean, They're, they're good, they but They could be impactful players for them. Definitely. You don't know how they're going to pan out over no, the whole season. definitely. All right, so yeah, I had. Uh, oh, actually, no, I had fourth on my list was Montreal. Um, I know they haven't had an ideal start to say the least, but I still think that they have enough talent and a, a really great goalie, which should carry them to into a playoff spot or pushing four one in fourth place. So I uh, you had Ottawa, had right? Ottawa on fourth. Yeah. I don't think they're as good of a team as Tampa Bay, Toronto, or Boston. I think their goaltending situation is great. Craig Anderson is a criminally underrated player. He's awesome. They've got really good forwards, but having Carlson out for so long, uh, I just he's going to be back soon. Don't they're saying he's he's not going on the upcoming road trip. No, so so he should be back in the next few week in the next week. I would say. Hopefully so. Yeah, I still think that the rest of the division is poor enough that Ottawa finishes fourth, mm-hmm. and I think that uh, yeah, I I still have them making the playoffs though because maybe I'm a but in eighth spot. I don't I don't see them finishing higher than that. Yeah, that's fair. Um, then next I had Boston. We kind of already touched on them. Yep. Uh, I actually had Buffalo at the fifth spot. The fifth spot. Okay. So, my reasoning for that is I think Jack Eichel is going to take a step forward this year and really uh, yep. play up to his potential as Connor McDavid's arch nemesis. Live up to that huge contract he just signed. Oh, yeah. and that, I, to be honest, he hasn't earned that yet, I don't think. No. I think that's them buying into his potential, which would be a little bit risky for a contract that huge. Yeah. I don't know. But he is he did show glimpses and flashes. Definitely. He's a really and good And also, player. having... Him as your number one center, and then sort of as your kind of one B center, having Ryan O'Reilly, I think that's huge. Oh yeah. I just am not sold on their blue line. I don't. I don't know that they have enough good defensemen to um, push them towards the playoffs. Because having Rasmus Ristolainen as your number one, <laughs> I mean, he shows some offensive potential, but I don't really think he's a very good all-around defenseman. Yeah. No, I definitely agree with that. I do all. I do think, though, that Robin Leonard is a very good goalie, and yeah. if he has the chance to run with it this year, he's going to post some great numbers. And he that did, Like will, he did last year. Yeah, he posted a 920 save yeah. percentage last year. Like, he's a stud, but no, he doesn't get credit for it because he plays for a, just an abysmal Buffalo exactly. Sabres team. Yeah, I agree, for sure. So, looking for them to have somewhat of a bounce back year, but not make the playoffs Yeah, I, I had them seventh on my list, but um, sixth I had Florida. And I think you had them as seventh, right? I had Florida seventh. Yeah, I had Le Canadien at number six. Yeah. An absolute garbage dumpster of a team. <laughs> Just flaming pile I, I, of trash. I think we can both agree on that. <laughs> oh, my God. Although I think they're a little better than you. Well, 
I just don't I see Carey Price getting injured this year just because that seems to be the trend with Carey Price. He gets injured every year because he gets overworked and well, okay, you can't bank on that. Mm-hmm. But I also think that like this team just Jonathan Druin is not the savior and they lost way more than they uh, were able to patch up in the offseason yep. in Radulov and Markov. Patch up. Patch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Why? Sorry, that was, that was bad. <laughs> I, I like it. Uh, but, yeah, I just I just don't see this team making the playoffs. I mean, yeah, they're just not good. Yeah, I, I they have not shown to be very good so far this year, and I think that they easily could make, miss the playoffs. Although they did have a good game against Chicago, but... Yep, they still lost, though. Yep. But Chicago has been a little bit lucky so far this year. But that was also second end of back-to-back. Definitely. With the first game against the Leafs, yep. which does not make it any easier. No. So Florida, what do you think about them? In the uh, I just think they had a horrible, horrible offseason, and they made their team worse. I mean, they still have a lot of their good young players, but I just don't think they have the same talent around them. Um, and the same skill skill depth to be able to uh, make a playoff push. Losing guys like Mark Chisot and Riley Smith, Yarmir Yager, that's a lot of secondary scoring that they've lost. That's three in your top six. Exactly. And they lost Jokinen as and well. And you, yeah, you see who signed four top a seven. bargain deal with Edmonton. Yeah. And they traded away Jason Demers for, the, that was, for uh, Jamie McGinn. I don't understand that trade. And didn't they lose someone else on D as well? I'm drawing a blank. Uh, no, they lost March to Vegas. So, but but yeah. still, I I just don't. I don't know. I, I disagreed with a lot of the moves they made in the off season, and I don't think. Although Dadnov was a good pickup. Yeah, he he could but, replace some of that scoring, but I still think they're going to uh, struggle to make the playoffs. Definitely. Uh, and that's why I have them at number seven. Yeah. I think their defense is actually pretty pretty good. Yeah. Uh, but bad. their forwards are just. Not there right now. And I don't know about I don't know if you saw that recent signing of Michael Matheson, eight year contract. Yeah. That was a bit. I mean, I, I've watched him play, and he is does show some potential, but that's a lot of money and term to commit to a player as unproven as he is. Yeah. I mean, you've seen that those contracts can sometimes pay off to guys like Roman Yossi, and mm-hmm. there's been some others through the years as well. But I don't know. It seems like a lot of money. I think Florida got caught up in the human highlight reel that is Michael Matheson because <laughs> he always seemed to be uh, on SportsCenter last Today, year, pulling yeah. off crazy plays yeah. in like OT and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. I'm not really a fan of how that team's been run right now. I think yeah. that they've moved a bit backwards in the past year or two. Yeah, management's definitely clashing there, and that's yeah. leading yeah, to yeah. Yeah, there's some issues going on for sure. And then uh, last team number eight leaves us with. Detroit Did, Red Wings. Oh, yeah. Who have actually had some good success so far this season. Yeah, but if you look at that roster, they're just... Yeah, they're it is not built on a defense, lot. and it's just... It does not look very good. I, I don't think they have much going for them, to be honest. They have basically nothing going for them. No. Their best forwards, so who? Like Thomas Tatar? Huh? I, I th- still think it's Sutter, uh, Nick Sutterberg. But okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, uh, I'm saying we'll younger. be playing for, like... Yeah, Thomas Tatar looks good. Anthony Mantha looks good. Same yeah. with Dylan Larkin. But none of them are great players, you know what I mean? And then you have Anathasiu looking to Ath- Yeah, he's, he's still, to the KHL. Still, uh, they still haven't signed him, which is ridiculous to me. 
considering he's not even asking for that much money. Duh. And also they got some very old, slow guys on the back end, which I think is not going to work out. Although, I, Detroit is in a bit of cap trouble, aren't they? Yeah. They, they have a lot of yeah, albatross contracts. They do. So they're, they're not in a great spot right now or moving forward. So, yeah, I think definitely. They've only – they have no cap space, actually. They are – They have a lot of money tied into older players who are past their prime. Oh yeah, some some really bad bad contracts on their uh, cap friendly players. You on you expect for a team with that many that much money tied up into older players that they should be good, but they're not. Oh no. So it's it's a pretty bad spot if they aren't able to get an, away from some of these contracts moving forward. Detroit's gonna be waiting a few years until uh, they'll be competing again. Yeah, I I agree as well. That's that could be a team that's in for a long rebuild. I think. An Edmonton esque rebuild. Yes. A Toronto esque rebuild. Okay. Although the, the, the current rebuild. <laughs> the current rebuild is very fast. Anyways, so that's our Atlantic division. Shall we move to the Metro now? Yeah. So who did you have at your number one? Honestly, there's a few teams who I could see um, as having some good reasoning to pick number one. It's a really strong division, but. I decided to go with Washington. I think that they're going to finish first again. I also decided to go with Washington at number one. I think they are a season team yeah. and a playoff bust. Yeah. So I think they're just going to kill it in the season again. Yeah. I think they, they lost some good players, obviously, but they've still got lots of talent. They've got who I would say is the best or second best goalie in the world right now. Yep. They've got some great defensemen, good scoring talent. And I feel like after losing all those players that there's some pressure been taken off them and I think that that might be beneficial. They, that might be beneficial for them and that might maybe allow them to loosen up a little bit especially when it comes to the playoffs. I think it also could lead to a little bit of like more motivation just because yeah. everyone's been counting them out. Hey, Ovi, so pretty good start his season. <laughs> I I wish I could say I could score two hat tricks and back well hat tricks and back to back games. That's yeah. That was insane. It was two periods. Unfortunately, fun. one of them was against Ottawa, but man, that was fun to watch. Even though yeah. my team lost to them. Yeah, I didn't but, think they were coming back, but hey. Yeah, so I guess we're unanimous there. Um, yep, number two. Number two, I have Pittsburgh. I have Columbus. Oh, okay. There's. A good pick, actually. They they do look like they're going to have a good season again. Um, do you want to talk about them first? Uh, I think Columbus has a top three goalie in the world in yeah, Sergey Bob. Um, and I think that their offense. Well, I think this team just clicked very well together. Yeah. I know last year they seemed to be pretty average apart from their 16-game win streak, mm -hmm. but I think this year they're going to take a step forward, and they have a lot of guys sitting around their prime right now. Totally. Which, this team... This is their time to this compete. Is, yeah, their time to compete, so I think they're going to be a really good team. I, I, I just also, yeah, sorry. don't know how well this will translate into future years, but this year I think they're going to be really totally. good. I also am really high on their G4. I really like what they've done. Zach Wierenski and Seth Jones in that top pairing looks really, really, really good. Yeah. And I think that they can carry them along there. Also, I really liked Brandon Saad on their team, but I feel like that trade was great for them because Columbus is a team where you kind of think, oh, they've never had that superstar score 
player, but I think Artemi Panarin can do that for them, and he can be kind of that superstar that they've always needed. I guess you forgot about Rick Nash. Yeah, Rick Nash. But when he was there, <laughs> when he was there, there, there was, was nothing so around him. So bad. If you could throw Rick Nash in his prime onto that team right now, they would be deadly. They would be disgustingly yes. good. Yeah. I um, but I yeah I, I could see them finishing second. I had them third on my list. No, sorry, actually I lied. I had them fourth. And who you had Pittsburgh at number yes, two. Yes, I have Pittsburgh at number two. I mean, you can just never count them out. When you got Sidney Crosby and Evgeny Malkin as your number one and two centers, I, it's hard for me to say that they're not going to do well. If, if one of those guys yeah. goes down to injury, everything could change in a second. But Well, I still don't think this team misses the playoffs if no. one of them goes down to injury. But yeah, they definitely they're definitely They're not the same team. Yeah. Also, I think having Matt Bert Murray as their starting goalie is huge. He's really good. Who's the backup? Yeah, that's an issue. It's Antiniemi. But uh, oh yeah, he got absolutely he got lit torched. up. Yeah, so against Chicago, looks like Matt Murray's gonna have to play close to seventy games. He's gonna have to pull season. a Cam Talbot. Yeah, so that that could be a problem, and I think they'll survive the regular season. But I I can't see them making another deep playoff run. I just cannot see it happening. If Matt Murray stands on his head, I know Chris Letang is back, and he's a difference maker for them. But I don't. I just don't see them being as good as they were in the playoffs last year. I don't know, or the year before. Well, you look at them coming into the start of the season, and it just doesn't. It didn't look like they had that same drive to win. No. Obviously, they might be able to get that back throughout the season, but yeah. this team has won back-to-back cups, and the three-peat has not happened since the early '90s, I believe, or maybe it was '80s. Yeah. So that's it's that's difficult to do. Yeah, they're still going to be a good team, though. Definitely. Yeah. Um, then, so you, we had, you had Columbus third, second, I had them yeah. fourth. And then I had Carolina fourth. Carolina, I had and Carolina I, third. I had Pittsburgh third. Okay. All right, so we haven't talked about Carolina yet, so I'm, I'm really high on them heading into the season. I yeah. love what they've done. They didn't do a ton in the offseason, but I think they made some good tweaks, and they've just got some amazing young talent that is looking like they're... Well, they're moving into their prime, and it looks like they're ready to take huge leaps forward. Well, when you look at the National Predators last year, yeah. they had just a top four that no team in the NHL could rival. Yeah. When you look at uh, the Carolina Hurricanes, and you look at their decor, yeah. this resembles the uh, National Predators Definitely. and what they had built early, like and, in previous years. And not only do they have these great young players, but they've already locked them up to long-term deals. Yeah, Brett Pesci. Brett Pesci and Slavin have been signed to that Pesci long deal deals. Was so nice. And they're both combined for five point three two five million dollars. That or sorry, nine point three two five million dollars, yeah. which is incredible. And then they still have Justin Falk signed up for three more seasons. Wait, he's oh they're, yeah, they're co-captains. Yeah, they've co-captains. Stall and uh, Falk. Yeah, speaking about Stall, he is amazing. He has been a fantastic two-way center for them the last few seasons. Oh yeah, they've just got so much young talent, and they've added Justin Williams, Mister Game Seven. Yeah, Mister Game Seven himself, and adding who should be at least an average, hopefully above average starting goalie in Scott Darling. I mean, he hasn't had much of a track. He hasn't played much so far, but his oh. track record, he's had great stats, and we'll see if he can continue that for a full season. Well, I'm sure you want him to do well. Considering I brought him in fantasy, yes, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, um, no, I, I see that team doing yeah, pretty well. I, I think they are going to do well as well. Although their fans suck. 
No, they got what? what was less than 8,000. 8, or was it? Less it was than around 8,000. I think it was around 8,000. Yeah, that's bad. That, I mean, if they can't do, if they can't pull attendances this season when they're looking to break out, that could be Quebec City's next team. Who knows? Could be a game changer. Honestly, I hope if you're a Carolina Hurricane fan listening to go, this podcast. Go to some games. Go, go watch and, those players. They're exciting. Man, how expensive could tickets possibly oh be? It's, it's 50% unsold. Like, just yeah. go to a freaking game, man. Go. Go see them. Uh, Moving on to number five, uh, I had the New York Rangers. New York Rangers. All right, I had them at six, but we can talk about them now. Awesome. Uh, I think that for New York, they've got a very good forward core. They've got a lot of scoring forwards. They're kind of able to rebuild on the fly and maintain being a pretty solid team. Yeah. And I just think that their goal scoring, they'll be a top seven team this year in goal scoring, I think. Uh, their defense is not too bad. Right. Shannon Kirk is their number one. Well, I guess Ryan McDonough is considered they've number got, one. They've got a great top four. Ryan McDonough, Shannon Kirk, Brady Shea. Shea, and Brendan Smith. I, I really yeah. do like that top four. That's, I just I don't think that's like a, a playoff really? yeah. top four so much. Like, like, I'm pretty I've, high on them. But. Shannon Kirk is, would, got murdered by the Leafs. Although yeah, most defensemen get murdered. He was by terrible the in the playoffs. But. Uh, I don't think that was a fair representation of him, to be honest. We'll see. Yeah, and but I think the biggest weakness for the Rangers is in net. Really, Lundqvist. He doesn't look like the same goalie. Does as he not look the same. He wasn't good last year, and although it's only been a few games this season, he hasn't looked great either. Although he did look good against Montreal, but yeah. every goalie does look good against <laughs> Montreal. Yeah, these goalies definitely. They scored four goals in four games. Like, yeah. come on. But I don't. I don't know about you, but I don't. I don't see New York making the playoffs this season. I think that division is just too yeah. good. I, don't, I I don't think they can do it. I don't have them making the playoffs either. Yeah. So you had them fifth, right? Yeah. I, I had, had also Carolina making the playoffs yeah, at so number four. Okay, right. But um, that will be the seventh seed. Yeah. And then uh, I had number five. I had Philadelphia there. Okay, so let's talk about Philly. I I actually like their team this season. I think they've got a lot of great forwards, and they've got a lot of young defensemen who are looking to kind of uh, take big steps forward, and some young forwards as well to uh, mix in with the older veterans who they have and who I still like a lot. Um, I, I like a guy like Travis Konechny. I think he's going to be really good for them. Um, and... Gotta love Wayne Simmons, Jake Borchek, Claude Giroux. They're all great players. Also, Sean Couturier is extremely underrated, in my opinion. Uh, in my opinion, I think that uh, Claude Giroux and Jakub Borchek are... I think they're good playmakers, but they cannot put the puck in the net like they used to. No, they are but, way too overpaid for the amount of production that they have and the mm-hmm. amount of value that they're bringing. I just... I think that they can rack assists. I just don't know if I feel like maybe I'm lowballing a little bit, but thirty goals between them seems yeah, that's seems it's possible actually. Like what they're gonna hit, yeah. like fifteen, fifteen. Like I, I look at this team and I just wonder where does the scoring come from. You have Yuri Latera. That's fair. He can't score. You're you're banking on Simmons. You traded away Shen, who's a top scorer, mm-hmm. who was a top scorer on this team, and so now you're left with. Simmons and I don't know. Yeah, it will be interesting to see who's going to score the goals for them. 
maybe with some of the younger guys, Konechny, Patrick, jo- Jordan Wheel. Uh, who, who knows? It'll it'll be interesting to see as the season plays Patrick out. Patrick did get his first goal, so yeah, he did. And then their goaltending situation is uh, they it's, picked up Brian Elliott yeah. Moose. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know what to think about that. I mean, Elliott's a decent goalie, but I don't know if he's going to be the guy to take you to the Stanley Cup well, or Neuver. I don't know. Well, I would have liked to have seen, obviously, this. Uh, well, I would have liked to have seen uh, Philly have a goaltending tandem of Elliot and Mason, although that wouldn't have uh, worked yeah. because Neuver has two years left. But yeah, they decided to sign him instead yeah. of Mason, which, I mean, Neuver is way cheaper, so I don't blame them for it. But but I think that Elliot and Mason would have made a great tandem together because yeah. Elliot plays way better when he has another goalie yeah. who he can rely on. And I think that that's mm-hmm. just totally not a good call yeah. by Philly. I don't see this team doing very well, in my opinion. I'm a little bit higher on them. I also really like some of their defensemen. Like Ghost? Ghost Bear, definitely. Even a guy like Radko Gudis, who I used to think was just a goon-type <laughs> player, he actually is pretty good. He's good with the puck, good at moving it up the ice, so I'm pretty high on him, actually. And then they've got some of these younger guys, like Provorov, who we saw last season, and oh. looks really good. And then there's... Guys like Travis Steinheim and Robert Hag, who we haven't really seen much of them, but I, from what I've heard, they've got some potential to be impact players for them. So I, I think that there's a, there is a way for this team to do well and make the playoffs this season, but I don't necessarily think it's going to happen. I know it's not going to happen. Okay, okay. Philly to that. is not making the playoffs. They you do, can take my that. word for okay. it. All right. They are... I'm I, sorry I have them just out of the playoffs as uh, number five in the Metro. I have them six, right? Number seven. Seven, okay. I do not think Philadelphia is a very good team, and they need to get out of this Pontiac of Jeroen Horacek. All right, fair enough. So your number six is? Number six for me was uh, the Rangers, so we've okay. already talked about them. I had New Jersey at number New six. New Jersey at number six, yeah. wow. So crazy. You're, huh? you're buying into that good start of theirs? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. You know, a team playing this well, it can't be all a fluke because I like their offseason moves. Picking up. Oh, I love their offseason moves. Johansson was huge. That was a great trade. No doubt. They've got uh, seasoning on Zaka. They pick up Nico Hiche with the number one overall pick. Sure. He's, he's a stud. Um, yeah. This team's looking good. Brat. Brat is... Had a great start. Never heard of him six before. Six-round pick from the Austin Matthews draft, and this guy's yep. killing it out there. Yeah, they, they, they've they got some skill. Young, some young, good players. They also look good in the preseason, so... Yeah, so they've only played two games so far, but they're 2-0. And this will be the year Corey Schneider has his resurgence. Yep. Although... It'll, it'll act... And it's... And I feel like... Ever since I've been a hockey fan, I've never been able to say this, but New Jersey is a fun team to watch. Oh my gosh. They were, I hated playing against New they Jersey. Were, it was trap all day. Trap all day. And it's just, they're a different team now. It's kind of nice to see a team Lots come out of that. Flying elbows. I know. <laughs> playing the least tonight, it'll be an interesting game yeah. to watch. Although Paul Mary's out. Is he out? Yeah. Well, he's day to day ish after yeah. that hit. Uh, I didn't see it. Kind of unfortunate. Yeah. 
And they've got a Zajac out for the season. I'm not sure how long Zajac is. He's out for a long for. time, but yeah. I still think they could uh, surprise him. With young uh, players, you never know what could happen. Uh, I we think, saw the Leafs last season. Yeah. Okay, that's slightly different. Yes. Leafs had like... Leafs had more young talent than the Devils do. a yeah. ridiculous amount. But no, it's it's going to be fun to see how they do this season. And like you yeah. said, they're actually an entertaining team to watch. So I still had them as last in the division. I I wanted to move them up, but I I kept them down there. I still think that they've got I don't I don't think they've got enough talent on their back end to be able to sustain yeah. success this season. I went with my heart. Yeah. Because I love doing stupid things. <laughs> I listen to my devil side too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. And uh, then so your number seven. My was, seven, who is obviously your eight. Yep. Is uh, the Islanders. Now that I think about it, I might have uh, rated them too low. They actually were one point out of the playoffs last year. Yep. But, ooh, actually, they had some decent moves in the offseason. They picked up Eberle. That was that was a great trade for That me. was a great trade. Although, losing Hamannick for picks. Yeah. I'm actually not a huge Hamannick fan, but he was a top but, four defenseman for them. So, that, uh, they do have some guys who can fill in the, the gaps, but or might be able to fill in the gaps. The thing about this team that I don't like, which... Obviously, like I think it will affect their on ice play is the fact that they have all this off ice controversy yeah. surrounding Justin Tavares. Uh, Justin Wild, George. Oh my gosh, John Tavares. John Tavares signing a new contract, as well as the arena uh, issues. Yeah. That's kind of the uh, the the issues I see surrounding this team, and I just don't know if they'll be able to persevere. I know Doug Waite what. It's very like they're very good after they had weight behind the bench, and maybe they'll continue this year. But I don't know. I think there's too many things at play here, which are uh, going to affect them negatively. Yeah, I agree. I, I think that they could um, surprise this season and have a good year because Tavares in a contract year. Maybe he'll just decide he wants to make ten million plus bucks, so he's going to put up eighty points. We'll see. <laughs> um, but I think there's just too much dead weight. Andrew Ladd. Do you think Anders Lee can hit 34 again? He hit 34 goals last season. Yeah. Then no. I don't <laughs> think so. <laughs> he was the leading scorer. Although, the one thing about this team I do see is Yaroslav Halak. If he plays the way he's capable of, he is actually, when he's on, one of the best goalies in the league. I don't know. Thomas Grace is good as well. they got yeah. two pretty good goalies. And some, some decent defensemen. Yeah. I don't know. I just maybe illogically bet against the Islanders, but yeah. I don't. I don't think they're making the playoffs regardless. Yeah, I, so. I, I think it's possible in best case scenario, but I, I don't really see it happening. Yeah. Um. All right. So that's our Eastern Conference. Yeah, and then so obviously you had New Jersey at number eight. So then, wait, who did you have it. as your wild card team again? My wild card were Ottawa and Carolina. Ottawa number eight, Carolina number seven. Okay, I had. Montreal and Columbus, but I still had Ottawa and Carolina last as well. But yeah. of course, the difference there is you had Montreal in the playoffs, and I had you had Boston, correct? Boston in the playoffs. Yeah. And uh, in yeah. the Metro, we had the same four teams. Yeah, we did. Oh boy! If my prediction is correct, it would be a Toronto-Boston first round matchup. Oh wow! That'd be fun. Ugh. Flashbacks intensify. Great flashbacks. I have some PTSD <laughs> from that from that series. Um, 
All right, so now should we move to the Western Conference? Yeah, I think it's time to move to the Central. Yep. Um, who did you – this This was the hardest division for me to pick. Okay. There's just so many good teams. Number one, I had the Minnesota Wild. Yeah, so did I. I think they're uh, just an all-around really strong team. They play a really good defensive game. They, Dubnik has played well in Minnesota, so can't take anything away from him. I don't think he's the greatest goalie, but when a team plays that defensively and they're really blocking pucks to the net, he'll do fine. Yeah, and I think they're very deep, and they don't really have any holes in their team. they got good six oh. defensemen. they got deep forward lines. Although, no, they don't really have superstars, but they just have a lot of good players. Granlin's out for a little bit of time. He'll but be out for a little bit, but I think that won't yeah. really affect them too much. Also, I like the signing of Daniel Winnick. Daniel Winnick's uh, a good signing. I think Erickson Eck could be a very good player over the long run. Uh, this this team's built to win. Yeah, and, I think, uh, and Matt Cullen, actually, even though he's 40 years old, I think he could be a good guy from playoff time, like a fourth-line center. Yep. Yeah, I'm... I'm Honestly, there's, there's not there's too to much complain. to say. There's nothing, no, uh, they're just a good team. Really, and they've been good the last few seasons. I don't see why that's going to change. So, just a question: they're they're all around solid. Like, no player really stands out that all much. Right. Is that a team that makes it through the playoffs? I mean, I want to say that they're going to be eventually. So, I'll say yes. But like, the teams that have won, you have Sidney Crosby, Evgeny Malkin. They've all got superstars. Jonathan Taves, Patrick Kane, you have Anze Kopitar, uh, and you had Drew Doughty. Drew Doughty. Like, these yeah. te- these are the teams that make superstars. it through. I don't Do you need really... a superstar to make it to the playoffs? I want to say no, but past history has said yes, so we'll, we'll see. see. Yeah. Nashville kind of did it. They didn't really have a superstar. Philip Forsberg is a star. I guess, yeah. Roman Yossi is a I mean, they're, they're all good players. Their defense are basically all superstars. Yeah. They're top four. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, I think there isn't really much to say about Minnesota. They're just a good team. Yeah. Moving on to number two. This is, by the way, we found this to be the most difficult yes. to, uh, division to, uh, to lay out. So I, I went with Nashville number two. I went with Chicago. Chicago. Yes. Um, who do you want to talk about first? Chicago? I mean, there again, there's not much to say about them. They've got a very similar team to what they've had in the past, and they've been good in the past. Uh, I don't know. The only They've got the same high-end, top-end talent. They've gotten Brandon Saad back. Brandon Saad has been a revelation been for this team. Great. Corey Crawford is an awesome goalie. He doesn't really get the credit he deserves. Yeah, and they've gone a lot younger on defense, so we'll yeah. see how uh, that ends up uh, affecting the team. Exactly, definitely. And I'm, I just have some concerns with their depth, but some of these younger guys on forwards, too, have looked pretty good so far. Nick Schmaltz, Hartman, Alex yeah. Dabrinkit, they've all looked pretty solid for them, and if they can be solid, then I think this team is easily a playoff team again. Yeah. I, I, I would agree with that. I don't necessarily believe all these players deserve I, to be on the first I, or second line, but no, when you have Jonathan Taves and Patrick and Kane... Can you believe that Brandon Zod is still only 24 years old? That's nuts. That's insane. That is it feels crazy. like he's been around forever already. He is a very, very good player. Yeah. I felt I feel bad that the Blackhawks had to lose him, but at the same time, I'm kind of happy because they didn't keep him. Yeah. But they got him back. Yeah. 
but for the bread man, so. Yep. They're an interesting team this season, no doubt. But, yeah, I had them at number uh, four, actually. I, I, I like a lot of the other teams as well. Oh. That's no knock on them yeah. at all. They're, they're still a really good team. I um, think the one issue with Chicago is it kind of looks like they're they're slowing down a bit. Yep. That's the one. They're a very different team from the original yeah. dynasty Chicago Blackhawks teams. They're, they've changed yeah. a lot. Also, losing Hosa is huge. Yep, he was a very good two-way forward. Yep, so we'll see how that works out. Nashville. Nashville is my number two team. Thoughts on them? Um, I mean, again, they're very similar to last season. I love the decor. I know Ryan Ellis is out for an extended period of time, but I think they'll be able to survive without him. They'll be back for playoffs. Yep. Um, well, for half the season and then playoffs. So. Yep. Um, forward group is interesting to me. I mean, they've got some really, really good players, but and, they, and then they've got some players <laughs> who are a bit questionable. I love... The Johansson, Forsberg, and Arvidsson line, that's one of the better lines in the league, if you ask me. Honestly, I'm not that big a fan of Ryan Johansson. Yeah, I think he is. I think he's a good center. Very overrated. But Nashville has to pay him because yep. who do they have after him? Exactly. They had no one until that's they signed Nick, Nick Benino. Benino. I don't I don't think Nick Benino is a good second line center. So I think that's where they could um, have some trouble is with their forward depth. But I, I really like the signing of Scott Hartnell at just a million bucks. And then I like some of these young guys they have, like Callie, Fiala and Pontus Auberg. I, I think they're pretty good players. Callie Yarncroft at $2 million a that's, year for the next five yeah, seasons. And that's that's another thing is they protected him over real oh. deal James Neal. And I agree I, with that. Yeah, I mean, I, I think James Neal is the better player, no yeah. doubt. But having... Kelly Arncroft on a contract like that was just too valuable of an asset yeah. for them to uh, get rid of. So I, I, it's tough because I think they're a worse team because of it. But he provides long, more value in the long run. I think it was the correct move, especially because James Neal, I believe, is in the last year of his contract before he becomes an unrestricted free agent. He will cash so, in there. Yeah, so I think they were going to lose him no matter what. They wouldn't have been able to keep him. Well, Nashville actually has quite a bit of cap space. Yeah, but I, I don't think they would have used it on him, though. I, I think they uh, would have let him go. Well, actually, they spent a decent amount of that cap space on Nick Benino. Yeah. 4.1 a year for How him. How much do they have this season? Uh, about 5 mil. Uh, and, yeah, it, it would be hard for them to fit him in next season. I, I don't think it would have been a good choice to, uh, to keep him. I think this team is going to have some trouble scoring. I like their top... Oh. Maybe top six, but after that, it gets very thin very quickly. And for me, the biggest issue for this team might be in net. I I think that Pekka Rene is not the same goalie he used to be, and we could see his play fall off a little bit this season. I think UC Saros is pretty good, And that's that's the thing, is that if Nashville is open, if if Rene struggles um, throughout the season, if Nashville is open to starting UC Saros a little bit more, then I think they'll be fine. Um, but if if they're stubborn and decide to keep playing Pecorine even if he's not doing well, I think that could screw them a little bit in the long run. I I think that uh, Nashville's also afraid of having a $7 million backup. Yep. No, that's, that's never a good situation either. <laughs> but yeah, I think UC Saros is the direction this team will head in. But I don't know if it'll be this year. Yep. So... They should be good, but they do have some holes, which I don't see in other teams like Minnesota. 
in the division. Yeah. So I, I don't think they'll be at the top, but they'll be near the top. Yeah. Um. So you had them at number... I had Nashville as, Nashville as number three. three. Okay. Then I had um, Winnipeg as number three. Winterpeg. Yeah. Okay. Where did you have them? I had Winnipeg as number six. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Although they could have been, they were they're very interchangeable with Dallas. Right. Yeah. So that was kind of. Uh, I I know that early on in the season their goaltending has looked shaky at best. But yeah. I am still so high on this team. I love their forward group. Oh, they have an unreal forward group. Yeah, I, I, I don't love their bottom six, but their top six, man. I, I don't know. It's got to be up there as the best or one of the best in the league for top six forwards. Well, you look at the Leafs. I know, I know, I know. But you I look mean, at a team on. like Tampa. Yeah, true. It's true. They're up there, though. No they're, they're definitely up there. They, their top six is very, very strong. They it, it could have been a shootout against uh, the Leafs, but yeah. Frederick Anderson stood on his head in that game. And, yeah, uh, I, I think that they're going to score a lot of goals this season. I also love, I really do like their back end. Bufflin, Truba are a great one too. Enstrom, Myers, I think are pretty good. Morrissey looks very, very promising. Mm-hmm. I don't love the Kulikov signing, but as a sixth defenseman on your third pairing, I think it's okay. Yeah, no, I th- I think this as long team... as he can stay healthy, which has been an issue. But yeah. um, yeah, and and the thing is, they've got two goalies. You got to figure that one of them will be at least decent. Hey, they had that last year. They had like three goalies, I guess, and they all sucked. They were all horrible. Um, but so it, let me say, if if Winnipeg can get at least average goaltending, I think they'll finish in the playoffs. In the playoff position. So what, what would you consider average goaltending? 9.15 save percentage? Yeah. Even if they got a little bit below that, I, I feel like they were even lower last season. Where They'll they be not. Oh, they were sitting at like almost 900 yeah. save percentage. Yeah, even if they ended up at like 9.10 or something, I, I still think they could make the playoffs. But 9.15, I, I don't see them not making the playoffs. They could definitely outscore the, some of their problems. Definitely. So I, I'm pretty high on them this year, actually. And I could see them in finishing... Uh, I don't want to say higher than third, but I think it's not impossible. I think, well, this division is just so it's, open it's on whatever can happen. Division. So true. Um, so have we said your top four teams yet? Or no? Uh, no, my number four team is the St. Louis Blues. Okay, I had them at number five. But I've, uh, I don't know about you, but I've watched them quite a bit so far this season, and I've actually really liked what I've seen. And that's with that's considering some of the injuries they have right now. So... They do look pretty good. Something that I think that is uh, a little bit like, well, people don't really realize is I think this St. Louis team is going to be very good this year because they have a power play specialist in uh, Braden Shen. Yeah, he he actually has looked quite good so far. Yeah, and then you also have Tarasenko. And Tarasenko. I, I think uh, this um, team is going to be really good on the power play, yep. but also very good defensively. Like on the penalty kill, and because there's going to be a lot more penalties called this year, mm-hmm. I think this actually benefits St. Louis quite heavily. Yeah, that's that's totally fair to say. So I think this team is going to play a little bit better than maybe they're projected to, just because of uh, they're able to kind of use <coughs> the uh, current situation in the NHL with yeah. all slashing to their advantage. Also, another thing I like about them is compared to last year's, they've got some uh, some really young forwards who 
are looking like they're going to fill out their bottom six, and I think that they're going to be very successful. We've got Tage Thompson, Ivan Barbashev, Oscar Sundquist, who they got in the Ryan Reeves trade. And I think that having – oh, and Dimitri Yaskin as well. So you've got a lot of these guys that yeah. are going to be in their bottom six filling out those depth roles, and I think that's going to help them a lot. And once Braden – or sorry, not Braden Shen, Alex oh. Steen comes back yeah. later on in the season, I think he'll be a big help as well. So I think they look really good up, forward, up front. Unfortunately, Robbie Fabry got hurt again, which is oh, big. Yeah. He's big, out for the season. Big hole in their lineup, unfortunately. Feel so yeah. bad for the guy. But – um. Uh, I still, I still think that they'll be good. They got Petrangelo, and I think Pareko is at the same level as Petrangelo. He is oh, so a, good. I saw him play uh, in at the World Championships when I was in Paris, and he was the best player for Team Canada in that game. He's just a monster out there. He's uh, so good. And then also another guy, young guy Vince Dunn. I've seen him play a couple times so far this year, and he looked really, really good back there. I think. He's a guy who could uh, have a big impact for them on the power play and at 5-on-5 five five as well. I think he's going to fit well with that team. Yeah, no, this team's looking pretty good. They, they have no holes on their defense. Nope. Their Jake Allen should come up pretty big. And, yeah, no, this team's looking yeah. solid. Yeah, I think around. so too. And if Jake Allen can be as good as he was down the stretch and in the playoffs last season, I don't think they really have any holes on their team. They're pretty good. Maybe yeah. maybe some they could use a few more defensemen. Jay Bomeister's not the same player he used to be. Yeah, but Carl Gunnarsson, Robert Bertuzzo, Joel Edmondson. They're not the best players, but I think that they'll be able to survive. But when you slide them into like your four spot, yeah. your five Especially spot, when you have so Petrangelo bad. on your first pairing and Pareko on your second pairing, yeah. I don't think it really matters who you put them with. Yeah. It, Spread the wealth. Exactly. So I, I, I really am high on this team. And I'm... Amazingly, I have them as fifth in the division, which is nuts for me because I'm really <laughs> high on them, but still have them as fifth. Yeah. I don't. You have them as fourth. I have them as fourth. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they they look good this season. Yeah, let's move on to number. Six. Well, I I have my number five, and that is uh, Dallas. Dallas. Yeah. Um, so I think this is more of a the division is so stacked that you cannot do anything. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think Dallas has some superstar players in Jamie Benn and Tyler Sagan. And uh, they should be a better team. But I actually, with Ben Bishop in that, you never know. He has the ability to carry a team. And look at all these Ottawa goaltenders. I know. Coming up big across the league. They've they've had some goaltenders who sucked with them and then left and were good, like Brian Elliott. I mean, Bishop was decent with them, but... He's turned out to be a really good starting goalie. Uh, and then same with Leonard. But yeah, same with Leonard. Yeah, same thing. This team, I I don't think they've got it defensively. Yeah, neither they do just I. John Klinberg. John Klinberg is a beast. Good, good young defenseman. Yep. But apart from that, like I like Julia Tonka. Stephen Johns is all right. I don't. I mean, I like I love being a Sens fan. Gotta love Mark Mathot, but. I think that a lot of the holes in his game were masked because he was playing with Eric Carlson. I, I think that he's a good defenseman, but he's not great anymore, and I think that he will struggle a little bit more in Dallas. Yeah, I think, well, he complimented Carlson so well. He just played the stay-at-home exactly. game and just allowed Carlson to do and what he wanted. I feel like Dallas is hoping that he can have the same effect on John Klinberg. 
It's but not going to happen. I don't think it's the same thing. Klingberg isn't the same player yeah. as Eric Carlson. So, and then their forwards—they have a good top six. Yeah, but it's weird. Dallas, I feel they made their team a lot better this season with the moves they made. Mm-hmm. But going forward, long term, I really don't like what they did. I I think that they invested too much in Alex Radulov. Yeah. I mean, three years in Hansel isn't that much, but I still think it's a lot of money to give to a guy who is at this point of his career a third line center. Seems like a lot of money, four point seven five mil, and that's a big commitment to give to Ben Bishop. I know it's just under five million a year, but six years for a guy who's already thirty and has cool. had injury problems, I, I think that could come to bite them in the ass. Too. I think uh, Ben Bishop was a good signing, actually. I think yeah. he's gonna. Uh, okay, apart from the injuries, as long as he stays healthy. If he stays healthy, I think he'll be good till he's thirty six in that. Yeah, I just. Good. Yeah, they have a lot tied up in goaltending. That's $11 million. Yeah. Although Lettinen will be out this year, and I think yep. that will probably be his last in, in the league, yep. unless he gets a, a backup gig. Yeah, I think he'll get a backup gig somewhere, but he's his days as a starter are done. Yeah, I think that there's no question about that. So, again, Dallas has some great high-end talent that could really carry them, but... I think it's going to be tough in that division. That's just such a tough division this year. Oh yeah, it's it's looking really really competitive. Um, so what you had Dallas number they six, were six for me, and I had Winnipeg at number you had Winnipeg six. Winnipeg number six. I mean, all those teams are so interchangeable, really. Yeah. There's except for the last team in the division, yeah. which we're gonna to get to. Um, I think yeah. this was a no-brainer. Uh, the Colorado Avalanche are falling way down the mountain to yeah. last place in this division. And the funny thing is, I, I think that they're going to be a better team this year, but it's just going to be impossible for them to stay Can't, afloat in that division. It would be very difficult for them to be a worse team. Yeah, Let's that's be completely... Almost impossible. They got, what, 48 points last season? Yeah. Oh, my God. That's one of the worst seasons that in recent history. That is the worst. Yeah. The absolute worst season in recent history. Yeah, really. Probably since the lockout. Yeah. Even... Lockout. Worse when Buffalo was icing an yeah, AHL team. I know. Yeah, that, they cannot be that bad this season. They're horrible. Well, they were. Actually, they're still really bad. They are still pretty bad, but they've had a decent start, actually. Yeah. They've won a couple games. Two and one start. But, um, yeah, Hopefully. I don't know. If Varlamov has a better season, which he was terrible last year, that would help a lot. They've got a couple... Younger, they are a younger team now, which is a positive thing. They've got some younger talent up front and on the back end, but I still think they're going to be a pretty crappy team. Actually, Yakupov's playing a little bit better right now, so maybe he can find his resurgence in Colorado. I think that was a good signing. And Um, also picking up Bernier in that. Bernier's a good pickup, I think. Yeah, solid uh, backup, so... Um, But I I don't know, I think we're going to see them trade Matthew Shane at some point this season. I think that's basically a given... Yeah, I could see them also. I could see them getting rid of quite a few players on this yeah, team. Yeah, there aren't many players on my team that I would say are untouchables. Nathan McKinnon's probably the only one up front. Tyson, yeah. I don't think they'll trade Tyson Yost, Yost whatever it is. Mika Ranson, I don't yeah, think. Yeah, I don't think they're going to trade those guys. JT Comfort, I don't know. I don't JT really... Comfort is tradable. Yeah, um, but and then there's really no one on the back end who is untouchable, in my opinion. No. So this team doesn't have. A very bright future, the near future at least. Yeah. Um, I would agree so with that. I still think they'll be a better team, just not good enough. And they'll still finish last in the Central. Uh, potentially last in the league. Who knows? Yeah, we'll That's see. That's 
I, I that might be a spot reserved for Detroit. Yeah, they're very bad. Although they have Zetterberg, so you never know. It's true. Um, Let's move on to the Pacific. Pacific Division. Um, I think we might vary a bit. This is a weird one for me. So Who did you have number, number one? Number one, I had Anaheim. Okay, yeah, so did I. I I don't really see any other team challenging them for that spot this season. I think the one knock that they have against them is that uh, Kessler is out they until December. I don't, Lindholm is out, Batten is out, Patrick Eves is out right now. So they're yeah. pretty banged up. But, but this team has uh, proved consistently that they are a solid team. They yeah. play a good defensive game, like their forwards come back really well and they've got really good defensemen and their goaltending is pretty solid mm-hmm. so honestly mm-hmm. i think they're uh they're built for the season and yep, the i think they're a uh, great team this season they've got lots of good depth and they've got a great back end john gibson looks to be a good goalie and one of my favorite things about this team is that they don't they haven't really placed long-term commitment into their bottom six players. They've only committed long-term to their top players, which I think is a big mistake that a lot of GMs in the league make. Um, so they don't really have money tied up into these fringe yeah. fourth liners and third liners, which is a great thing moving forward for them. Wow, I never, I didn't realize it, but Richard Rappel's signed for the next five years at 3.8. That's a great contract. That is Amazing contract. That could be one of the steals of the NHL. Yeah, it really is. He's a he's a great player. Even Patrick Eves, I think he's really good as well. And signed for just over three. Yeah. Silverberg for under four. I mean, they got some good value contracts on that team. And then all these defensemen. Lindholm at just over five for the next five seasons. That's amazing. Batten under five. Yeah. Fowler got a big raise this year, but he's still a good defenseman. Yeah, Kev Fowler's good. Yeah. Um, and then they're going to be getting Kevin Dx off the books after this year, which is huge for them. Yeah. And then Mace, uh, Josh Manson. Josh Manson, Brandon Montour. They got some good yeah. young defensemen coming up. So Manson they, replaces Dx's contract they, at I think, four. Yeah, definitely. They're going to be a good team this year. There's no doubt. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, I see this team taking it. They. They're actually a team I could see winning the cup easily this season. Yeah. I'm very high on them. They're uh they're built for the playoffs. No doubt. No doubt. Um, who did you have as number two? Number two, I had a little bit going off the board here, but Calgary. Calgary. Yeah, they. Yeah. They're a good team. They got a lot of good players. Yeah. No, I think uh, Calgary has. I don't think it's as good as Nashville's defense, but they've got a defense that can at least compete with Nashville's Definitely. somewhat on paper. You've got Giordano, Dougie, Brody, and uh, Hamannick there with uh, with Stone as your number five. And then, uh, I'm not... Bart- Bartkowski. Bartkowski's their I think number he's six. been playing as their number six defenseman. So that's pretty good. And then their forwards, I think... They've got a they team. Got an awesome, I love the three M oh. line. It's so good with Backlund, um, Froelich, and uh, Kachuk. I, I just love watching them play. Oh, yeah. They're all ferocious. They 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 drive possession and they're just really fun to watch. Yeah, where does Yager slot into this lineup? Um, it's funny because I I want to say he should be on their first line, but. I think he's too slow to keep up with Johnny Gaudreau. I, I don't know. I, and Sean Monaghan? Yeah, I, I think they should put him on the third line with Sam Bennett and whoever they have on that wing. I don't really know who it is right now. Is it 
Michael Freeland? I think no, he's Mike... no Freeland's playing on the top line, is he not? I'm I don't not know. Sure. Anyways, whoever Troy Brower? It, it might be, yeah, even though I think he sucks. But um <laughs> But yeah, I think he'll be good on the power play too. Definitely. Yeah. Um Yeah, and then Mike Smith, I'm not sold on him yet, but I, but I don't know. I think uh, this team's going to play pretty well. And he's not going to get as many shots against, I think, play on this Calgary team. Yeah. So I see them coming in second because I like their forwards. I like their defense. And their goaltending is not horrible. So I see them taking a step forward this year. Yep, they're, they look to be a good team. I didn't have them as high as you. I actually had them as fifth in the division. Yep. But that's because there's a lot of other teams who you could also say are pretty good. Uh, so we'll be getting into. Who did you have at number two? Now, at number two, maybe this is a bit of a stretch, but I, I picked the LA Kings. Yep. Um, I know that they aren't the team that they used to be, but I love that they're high in skill, and I'm just sort of taking a guess that with a new coach and probably a new system that they'll be a much improved team. I still like a lot of their players. Gotta love Drew Doughty, Alec Martinez, Jake Muzzin. Other uh-huh. than that, their blue line is make, made up of players who I've never heard of, and if you ask me, I would say that they're not even hockey players. For example, who is Oscar Fantenberg? That's a very, very good question. I actually no idea. Oscar Fantenberg, Paul Ledoux, Christian Follin. I heard of him, but he's not very good. Yeah, Derek no. Forbert, Curtis McDermott. Sorry, but that's that could be an issue for them this season. Love the top three, but beyond that, it's pretty bleak. I think if their forwards have a bounce back year, which yeah. I mean, like I'm talking the entire forward group apart from Jeff Carter and yeah. maybe Tanner Pearson, they've got a chance. But I think you got to think Kopitar. <coughs> he's still a great player. You oh yeah, think that. he's really good defensively. But where's that contract? Doesn't look great though. He's already 30 oh. years old, and he's signed for 10 million bucks until. When does that expire? It's past, past the 2023-24 season. Oh. Oh, it's 2 yeah. 24 But So he's got uh, seven years left at $10 million bucks. That's a lot of money. He scored, what, 10 goals last year? Something like that. It was not – he had a bad year. A Dustin, million bucks. Dustin Brown at just, over, just under six mil for the next five years is bad. I mean, Carter's contract looks good right now. but And I really like Tyler Toffoli. T- Tanner Pearson's a good player. But, yeah. um, but they I mean, some, Camilleri will help a little bit. They have Albatross contracts there. Yeah, Those too many are... Albatross contracts. And they don't really have a lot of young talent coming up right now. I mean, Adrian Kempe could be good. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I want to say that kind of like the Pittsburgh Penguins, that their top talent will carry them, and that's why I have them so high. But I could easily see them falling off as well. They got to hope that Marion Gabrick turns into an LTIR candidate. Yeah. That contract, that contract is not is looking not very good. good. No, so I don't know. Maybe it's a bit of a stretch for me having them that high, but I like their top end skill, top end players. Can't deny the top end skill. Yeah. I just don't think they've got the, the yeah. depth to compete. I, I'm just hoping that they're going to go the Pittsburgh route and say we don't care about our crappy depth. We're still going to do well, but we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> who did so? Who did you have as number three? Number three, I had San Jose Sharks. All right, I had them as number four. So, so the reason why I had San Jose at number three is because they're usually very good in the regular season. Yeah. Uh, They've been good in the playoffs too lately. Yeah, 
I think the team's getting a little older. Yep. Um, they obviously lost Patrick Marlowe, although... That makes them younger. That does make them younger, yeah. That, that's very true. Um, I think they will feel that a bit. Uh, not obviously as much as if they lost someone like Logan Couture. Yep. But I still feel like this team has the pieces to compete. Yeah. If they're near the last couple of years of their window to compete, though. They yeah, they're they're on the downward I mean, trend. Joe Thornton, thirty-eight. Joe Pavelski, young Joe Pavelski, is thirty-three years old. Yeah. Um, Brent Burns is thirty-two. Although he's an absolute. He's beast. really good still. Yeah. Vlasic is thirty. Braun yeah. Martin. They're they're all their top four defensemen are thirty and up. So they're. Oh. They they've got to win sooner rather than later. I don't think they're gonna win. No. But, but I still think they're going to be a playoff team. It's yeah. just, that's what San Jose does. Exactly. I, they I, do have some nice young players, though. I like Timo Meyer. Yep. Kevin LeBanc has been good so far. LeBanc has been very good. Uh, Tierney looks decent at times. I, I like Jonas Donskoy. He's not super young, but I like him. Hurdle, he's had a lot of hurdles to overcome so far in his career. Um, but... <laughs> Sorry, the puns are just terrible today. Flying. Um, but if he can overcome those injuries, I think he could have a good career. Yeah, I think he's uh, he's kind of a capped at like a twenty goal scorer, but yeah. that still has value good, in today's a NHL. Good uh, supplementary player. Yeah, and they've got a good goalie now, so and he's locked up, which is pretty pretty important. Yeah, I don't I I don't think this team's gonna really surprise anyone. No, they're not gonna surprise anyone. But. but they they'll should. Be, I think they'll make the playoffs. I, they could miss, but I think they'll make the playoffs. Yeah. Actually, so, I have them missing the playoffs. So I, who'd you have at number three? I had uh, the Edmonton Oilers at number three. Now, uh, I don't think they're actually a great team. They just have one amazing player, and I think yeah. that Connor McDavid is going to drag them to the playoffs again. I mean, I like Leon Draisaitl a lot as well, but if you take. Um, uh, McDavid out of that lineup, it just is not the same team. Yeah, I heard he was uh, potentially going to get lower back surgery because oh, yeah. he's been carrying the team <laughs> way too hard. He's literally piling Lucic onto his back and dragging him around. That's that's not easy to do. Oh my gosh, that is uh, not. That contract, by the way, it looks terrible. Six more years at six million bucks. That's not good. Yeah, but it's Lucic though. He he punches people and yeah, stuff. That's a big. Man, got getting Connor McDavid at twenty years old and Leon Draisaitl at twenty one locked up long term. That's that's a pretty solid core for the next eight seasons. The thing I think that is most telling about this team and the because I have them actually at number four. Yeah. Um, the thing that's most telling for me about this team is they have Zach Cassian playing on the second line. Yeah, that's not good. That is an absolute. Joke for any playoff team. I agree. There's no way he should be on the second line with that team. No, definitely not. I don't. I. It's it's just the McDavid show. He's mm-hmm. got to carry them to the playoffs. Yep. I mean, they have some great defensemen. I'm, I love Oscar Kleffbaum. Yeah. Adam Larson's he's no Taylor Hall, but I think he's a good player. <laughs> Nonetheless, he's a solid defenseman. Yeah. Having Sakara out for long term is going to hurt, but I think. Uh, once he comes back, that'll be a huge boost for their lineup. Yep. Um, Nurse hasn't really taken huge steps forward yet, but he could still do that. Yeah, that's a possibility. And then they got Chris Russell, who is definitely overpaid for what 
he brings he to brings the team. to the table. But if he's a third pairing defenseman, I don't really have a huge issue with it. Well, you you need penalty killers on a team, yeah. and he can do that. So yeah, and then Cam Talbot. We'll I don't know if he can play seventy games again, but he's a really good goalie, and I think I think he needs to play less in yeah. order to be successful through down the stretch and into the playoffs. So there's. Reasons for optimism, of course, but this team has quite a, a few holes. A lot of question marks. And they don't really have any cap space to maneuver with, So, at least for this oh. year. And it could be tough moving forward. So, it's going to be interesting to see how they uh, maneuver these McDavid and uh, Rysettle contracts. Something that I find kind of funny is how McDavid signed for $12.5 million a year mm-hmm. and said he was leaving cap space so that the team could win. Yeah. That is... The thing is, I still think he's underpaid. Yeah, but think of it like this. Like, if McDavid made $15 million a year, that's 20% of the team's cap. Yeah, I know. It's a lot. Like, if you actually want the team to win that badly, you can't take $12.5 million a year. I suppose. But he's just that good. He is that good. But is McDavid good enough to win a cup by himself? I know what you mean. Or do you want Zach Cassian on your second line? It's true. I know what you mean. I don't know. Well, if, if they didn't give $6 bucks to Milan Lucic a year, they wouldn't have had that problem. So, to be honest, they've kind of shot themselves in the foot that way. Yeah. I, I think they could have used $6 million much more effectively than paying a 29-year-old past his prime left winger who's slow. Um, I, I don't know. I just think that they haven't really managed the team very well. Yeah. And, I, and But although I do like the UC Oakman signing for a million bucks. Oh, yeah, that, no, that's Solid good. signing. But, again, I think they're going to be a good team just because of McDavid. But Hopefully Yamamoto can uh, <laughs> think, show people what's up. You think he's going to stick around? He Ask might. Him. Well, it, it depends how he plays, but yeah. it's it's possible. Yeah, I think they'll be a playoff team, but I don't I don't really think they'll go too far in the playoffs, to be honest. McDavid yeah. can only drag them on his back for so long. Number five. Number five. Who did you have? Um... I had the Calgary Flames. Okay. So awesome. I had the Arizona Yotes. Ooh, wow, okay. I think uh, they have improved a lot in the off season. Yeah. Um they've not done well so far this season. They've lost to Vegas twice. But my thing with them is they've got so many young players in their team that I expect that they'll get a lot better as the season goes along. I yeah. I feel like they'll kind of struggle in the first 20 to 30 games, but after that, I think we'll see them pick it up a lot. I, I really expect that to happen. Kind of like we saw with the, with the Leafs, with last, the Leafs year. last year. Yeah. I Although mean, they came out of the gate decently yeah, strong. Not like losing to Vegas twice, but I, I still think we are going to see Arizona as a pretty good team yeah. at the end of the season. No, I definitely think you're going to see a lot of growth out of this team. They've got Clayton Clutch Keller. He yeah. will be clutch. Mark my words. Uh, and Derek Stepan, huge. Yeah, that was a great trade. Picking up Halmerson, also oh, awesome. awesome. Jason Demers for uh, Jamie, Jamie McGinn. McGinn. Great this, trade. This team and is... they've got Antti Ranta now, who looks yeah. to be a deep... I mean, he hasn't had a great start again, but it's been, like, what? Three, he's had two starts, so... They're moving in the right direction. Definitely. And I definitely... And they're a, funner, they're a much more fun team to watch. Although being fifth in this division does not necessarily mean you have that many points because right. I expect the bottom I had four teams to be very uh, underwhelming this yeah. year. Yeah. I had them sixth, actually, but uh, 
I could see them still having a fun, uh, good season. Yeah, and then I had LA Kings at six. Yeah. Who you had at two, so yeah. that's slight switcheroo. We already talked about that, but like we said, I'm banking on that top talent. It could go south quickly, though. Yeah. Um, that's ball talk. So now we're down to number seven, right? Yes. Here I had the Vegas Golden Knights. Yep, I also had the Vegas Golden Knights. Now... Expansion team, everyone thought they were going to suck, but they are 3-0. I didn't think they'd be that bad this year. Okay. I thought, I did not, I thought they'd finish probably in the bottom five. Right. But, like, 27th in the league, type mm-hmm. thing. Like, yeah. actually, like, the yeah. fifth last team. I don't think they're that bad. No, I don't think so either. Um, I think they have a couple of great defensemen. I'm, I'm a huge, huge fan of Nate Schmidt. And uh, Colin Miller's quite good. But when you're leaning on guys like Jason Garrison, Lucas Biza, Clayton Stoner, I there's yeah. just some, I, I just don't see them being able to sustain any success this year with those guys. Actually, the one thing that I am kind of annoyed with with Vegas so far, which I think is probably one of the dumbest moves they've done, they sent Shipachev down to the yeah. minors. Because they wanted to make sure they could hold on to their defensemen to trade yeah. them. And now Shipachev wants to leave. Yeah. So that. Why would you alienate I know. one of your higher skill players yeah. just for the fact that just because also, he can be sent to the minors? So. Um, maybe they're just doing full, full tank here, but putting Shea Theodore down in the AHL is pretty ridiculous. He looks like he's going to be their number one or number two defenseman. Yeah. And having him in the AHL just doesn't make sense to me. I mean, I, I guess they want to lose. I don't, I don't know. This team is not losing right now. No. Maybe they got to bring him up. I mean, James Neal has been awesome so far. Five goals. Yeah. Three games. Yep. I mean, they don't have a tons of high-end skill up front, but they got some decent players who could help them out. Yeah. You know they scored the winning goal in every game so far? Yeah. That's uh, it's got to be some kind of record. Yeah, no, this team is... Uh, and Flurry and that is a good option. He's looked good. They've got... The, I don't know. They're, they're okay. We'll see. Yeah, I, they're going to be fun to watch, nonetheless. Although, picking up Malcolm Subban was an interesting... Yeah, for getting him for free. Yeah, and then trading uh, Picard, Picard to the Leafs. Actually, I really like that trade for the Leafs. So do I. I think that if Anderson goes down now, you have Picard play instead of McElhaney. Yeah, me too. Honestly, I would rather have Picard as my backup as opposed to McElhinney. Like, that's really just bad, but... Yeah, um, that's okay. We're almost near the end here. We got one team left. The Vancouver Canucks. Canucks. They are full rebuild mode. Yeah, I. this is a team who I could see being last in the league. Yep. Um, Battling it out Colorado. with Colorado and, and Detroit, Detroit, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's not tons going right for them. Got a couple good young forwards, Bo Horvat. Um, they've Besser. had some good Brock Besser, who they are healthy scratching for some reason. I don't understand. Tank. I picked him in my fantasy pool, and it's not looking too good right now. But I thought he would have a good season. Yeah. Um, got some good young defensemen or youngish defensemen like Chris Tanev, but yeah. it, he seems might, like trade bait. I think they're going to trade him because by the time they're contenders again, he's going to be past his prime, and oh, so. Yeah. I think the Leafs should go after him, to be honest. That would be... I think the Leafs have a team that could compete this year, yeah. and Tanev would definitely solidify. Yeah, I think that would be a great move for them. 
Yeah. So, yeah, we had Vancouver last. Um, so They're just a mess. So, who are your eight playoff teams? So, six division. So, I had Minnesota, Chicago, Nashville, St. Louis. Uh, St. Louis in the – actually, I think in the seventh spot. Yeah. And Anaheim, Calgary, San Jose, Edmonton, and Edmonton in the eighth spot. Okay. So, I had – in the Pacific, I only had three teams making it. Anaheim, L.A., and Edmonton. And then in the Central, I had – Minnesota, Nashville, Winnipeg for the division, and then Chicago and St. Louis as well as my team. So yep. That Central Division just looks so good. It's going to be interesting to they watch. They do look it's good. It's going to be a great battle. But yeah, so that's our uh, season season uh, standings predictions. Now we just wanted to sort of uh, hit some into, of those awards. Yeah, some award predictions for the season. Just um, see who can see the future better. So let's start off with the heart. Yeah. I have uh, Connor McDavid. Now, I wanted to pick him, but I don't think Edmonton's going to be as good this season, so I figured that he probably would get overlooked for a guy like Austin Matthews, who I think oh, is just wow. going to lead the Leafs to a first um, place finish in the Atlantic Division as much as... It's weird, because I, I hate the Leafs. I'm a Suns fan, but they're just such a fun team to watch. I can't, can't deny that they're good. Yeah, I think I went the more uh, more mainstream more mainstream route. Connor McDavid is just so good. So yeah, honestly, I do agree though. Edmonton's not a great team, so we'll see if he actually can pull a heart. Yeah, it'll be interesting. So let's go Art Ross second because that Ross. seems to lead into that. I have uh, Connor McDavid yeah, leading I the way there as well. I think whether or not Edmonton does well, he's going to put up a crap lot of load of points. Yeah. So. Nothing more you can really say. No, like, exactly. And actually, while we're at it, I picked him as an Earth Rocket Richard trophy winner as well. My Rocket Richard was Nikita Kucherov. Ooh, that's a good pick. He is an unbelievable player. I think he's gonna light it up this year, especially with the extra power plays. He, yep. although Stamkos being in the lineup will affect his power play opportunities, I think yep. it could also make him even more dangerous on the man true, advantage true. and. Tampa Bay is going to be scary. Yep, they are going to be scary. It's a good pick. Let's go for the Norris, Norris. now. Um, I went with the same team, just a different player. I went with uh, Dan- uh, Victor Hedman. <laughs> same. I also chose Victor <laughs> yeah, Hedman. I think, I don't know, the way it seems to work is the league, the league's writers pick a good player and they decide it's their season and it feels like it's Victor Hedman's season oh. to win the... To win the um, Norris, Carlson's already got a couple. Burns got his. Dowdy's got his now. So I feel like it's Hedman's turn. I also think that with, well, in this season, Hedman's going to hit at minimum 70 points. Yeah. And this Tampa Bay team is going to win the Atlantic, in my opinion. Yep. And so I just, I feel like all the stars are aligning for mm-hmm. him, and I don't now, see any defense. To be honest, I think that once he comes back, I think Eric Carlson should win the trophy. But I think he—I don't think he's going to. He's gonna miss so, too many games. Yeah, that's well, what I think will kind um, of affect. He's it. probably only gonna miss about five games or so to start the season. So we'll see. Yeah, but um, I think he should win it, but I don't think he will. So it'll okay. be interesting to see how that pans out. So the Vesna. Vesna. I went with kind of the normal pick. I, I picked Braden Holtby. Okay, I went with another team in that division. I went with Sergey Bob. Dabrowski, you think he's going to repeat? Oh, I definitely think so. He yeah. is uh, a very good goalie. Columbus plays a pretty responsible game, and I yeah. think their defense is good, and he's just – he's a top three goalie in the world. I, I'm sure. 
that's that's my opinion. I think uh, so. He's good. Yep. I think he'll take it again. Um, Moving on to the Calder. Calder. I uh, kind of went with the mainstream pick, or maybe not as much, but I, I think Nico Heischer is going to have a huge season. Yeah, he's looking really good. Yep. I think he's going to get a lot of ice time in New Jersey, and he looks pretty damn good. I I wanted to take a guy like Clayton Keller, but I think Arizona's got too many young guys that it's going to be spread out a little bit too much for him to win. So I, I think Nico Heischer is going to take it. That's a very compelling argument. I do have Clayton Keller. Yeah. I think he's going to light it up this year. But, of course, uh, kind of hard to tell. Last year, I think, was somewhat easier when you had Matthews and Line A and you could yeah. choose between the two of them. This year, doesn't it's really feel much like there's consensus. Field. Yeah. But I think those are those would be my two top picks for sure. Yeah. And then the Selkie. Selkie. I went kind of off the board here. Yeah. First uh, winger to win it since Yari Lettinen, Mark Stone. Mark Stone. I think he people are finally starting to appreciate his two-way game, but I think that uh, this year it's going to go to another level, and he's finally going to get the credit he deserves because he is so good defensively. He always leads the league in turnovers, and he just plays an amazing uh, two-way game while still chipping in significantly on the offensive side. Well, I don't think I can call you too much of a sense bias uh considering you said Austin Matthews, Austin Matthews would win the heart. But, uh, no, I don't think Mark Stone's going to win. <laughs> yeah, he was sixth last season. Something like it's that. going to be Patrice Bergeron. Yeah. He's coming back. He plays center. He yeah. wins all the draws. Boston's going to be yeah, a good team. Yeah, all the things that the voters like to see, he yeah. does well. So, he plays on the penalty kill, although yeah. Mark Stone does too, I believe. But Not a ton. Not a ton, but... There's literally, like, betting against Bergeron yeah, seems like a true. losing He's race. the odds-on favorite, for sure, every season. And then, finally, the Jack Adams is the last one we'll be doing. Um, so this is a weird trophy. I don't necessarily think this coach is the best coach, but the voting usually seems to pick a team that isn't supposed to be great, but ends up being really good. So, because it's kind of ridiculous that guys like Joel Quenville and Mike Babcock have never won a Jack Adams trophy. Yeah. That's just because their teams are expected to be good. Yeah. So for that reason, I I decided to go with Bill Peters. I think that Carolina is going to have a really, really good season this year. And the mainstream media is going to see that and uh, sort of reward the coach for making them a great team, even though it was probably because of their players. So <laughs> the coach, okay, I know this team is expected to do well, have a bounce back season. But I think that this coach will take the uh, Jack Adams because they missed out on the playoffs last year. And he will lead them to a first place finish in the league. I think this team could win the President's Ooh. Trophy. The Tampa Bay Lightning, oh, wow. John Cooper. John Cooper, yeah. Uh, I think He's never won it either, has he? I don't believe so. Wow. Yeah, there's, those are some good coaches that have never won it. So, so I think uh, John Cooper could possibly yeah. take this. Finishing outside of the playoffs to going to the President's Trophy. For sure. Could get the voters' eyes. You never know. Yep. So, uh, thank you for listening to this uh, episode of Puck Perspective. I hope you're having a good day. And if you'd like to follow us on Twitter, you can follow me at UnleashZKacken. That will be in the description (laughs) in case you can't spell it. And you can follow myself at Robertson underscore Dill, or you can follow the podcast at Puck Perspective. And hopefully you guys
guys have listened to our first two episodes and enjoyed them. And if you have, we would really appreciate if you um, gave us a rating and a review on iTunes. And if you really want to continue listening in the future, if you could subscribe, that would be awesome. We're hoping to bring you more episodes, maybe hopefully on a more consistent basis. Um, And yeah, we just would really appreciate any of the feedback. It would really help us to sort of grow as a podcast and um, move forward. But anyways, thank you, and we'll speak again soon. Go Leafs, go.